Welcome into our second season of Phil's Pod Squad. We are so pumped to be back for year two. We're going to have a lot more amazing guests, wonderful stories, and a lot of great conversation. Plus, you're going to get a unique perspective from Bill's owner and president, Kim Pagula herself. Kim, they I, brought us back. I know. I can't believe it. <laughs> Look at this beautiful setting that we have. I am so excited. I, I cannot believe we're back. I can't believe it's been a year. And here we are again, beginning of another season. I know. It's so exciting. I'm Maddie Glab, and today we are going to have a pretty special guest on. He's a, he's a pretty famous Buffalo Bill at this point and NFL player in general. His name is Josh <laughs> Allen. But before we get to that interview, we kind of just want to catch up. It's been a long time since you guys have heard from us. So first and foremost, Kim, what have you been up to oh, lately? you know, just kind of sitting by the pool, working yeah. on my tan, you know, not you much, know, you know, but, uh, oh, it, it has, relaxing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it has certainly been uh, busy, got this little side project going on called, you know, trying to get a new stadium built, right? No so big deal. Something, yeah, something like that going on, you know, just a lot of, as we know, football is, you know, 365 days a year. So even though our season, last season ended, there's still a lot of work to be had to get to where we are right now at the beginning of this season. So keeping busy as always. Uh, fortunately, I was able to get to see my daughter play a little tennis, She's a little mixed doubles. doubles. Probably right the now. first time I've seen her in over three years play, actually play live. So I got to see her play some mixed doubles at the U.S. Open. I got a W. So... <gasps> You know, I'm hoping What's she's playing today. Wanna I want to know. I am one to know when I'm there in person. So I am, was very excited about that. So now I said to her, listen, I, I've got to go. i got to get back to work. But so you got to prove that you can win without me, right? So all kids want to prove to their parents that they don't need them anymore. So I said, that's what you got to do. You got to win today and prove that you don't need mom anymore uh, to win your games. You are usually someone <laughs> who... When you watch Jesse, I know you like to watch the game after it's already <laughs> completed, the match, because you know she has uh, won or lost, hopefully more wins than losses. But how was watching it in real time? You know, when she got ace on the very first point, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, oh, no. You know, I was like, my temperature starts going up. But but no, it was, in, it was enjoyable. It, it really was. Uh, it wasn't as daunting as I imagined it in my head to watch live. And it was such a beautiful, we were outside, this New York City, the U.S. Open, not you know, having seen her play in so long. It was a lot of fun. So um, I made it through. Amazing. And I know you had mentioned new stadium talks. We're going to get to that in the closing segment of this podcast. So make sure you stick around uh, to hear about that from Kim. Um, this season is a very special season in many ways. We welcome a full stadium back to Highmark Stadium. Um, I'm so excited to see our fans. I know we got a little taste of them in the playoffs and we're remembering why they are, are so vital to this place to the team what they'll be able to do hopefully on Sunday so that in and of itself is is a reason to be excited for 2021 but the group that Brandon and Sean have put together this roster this year the people that return the newcomers that are on this roster what this team did last year what they want to do this year it has the makings of something that could be really special and memorable. And I know we're not alone when, when we kind of think of what this season could be. So f from your perspective, I mean, where are your thoughts at? Where's the excitement level as we get ready for week one? You know, externally, because we're just 
for friends here. But externally, you know, you always want to keep your expectations at eight. You know, you want high expectations. Mm -hmm. You always do for yourself. You want to make sure your bar is, is high enough. Uh, but um, internally, you just can't help but feel the excitement, the expectations, the hard work the, over the course of, it wasn't just one season from last year. I, I remind people all the time, this has been a process in the making, as Coach likes to say, trust the process. But it's been four years since since Coach and Brandon uh, Bean was hired. And so the evolution of how that has really laid this foundation and then starting to see this uh, success build on each other. And then this year, especially with the success that we had last year, but not quite getting there. Um, mm -hmm. And what does that mean? You know, it's not like going from zero to 100. Now we're trying to get to just a little bit more. But sometimes I think that's harder, right? Just that last extra, it's like that last extra five pounds yeah. you want to lose or, <laughs> or something is always harder getting to that final next step. And so that's where I'm excited about seeing is where, how does this team deal with that? How does our coaching staff continue to develop players that have had success, you know, in recent years? Um, and what's that little special ingredient that just gets you over the edge, over that hump. So, um, and we talk about it all the time about sustainability. Yeah. How do we sustain a playoff contending championship caliber team for years? And that's where we want to be. And we're going to have a fight on our on our uh, hands this for game one against the Steelers because they do it. They do that so well. They've been around for a long time. You know, um, some great players, great coaching staff, um, six Super Bowls. Like, they are an organization that I think all of us would aspire to be someday. Yeah, as the Bills are trying to build towards a team that has sustained success over several years, I mean, continuity is always a part of that conversation, yes. and that what, that's what this roster has, is continuity. Um, one of those players that is involved in that is Josh Allen. He got a nice deal being extended for several years here in Buffalo. Truly gets to call this place home. Um, we were all waiting, you know, is it going to be this year? Is it going to be next year? Anytime Brandon or Sean or Josh were asked about it, you know, Josh would say, this is where I want to be. We all know this is going to come together at some point. We're going to work on football for now. And surely mm -hmm. it did come during the Bills training camp. Uh, so, so excited for Josh. But what were the inner workings of getting that done well, from an owner's I, I perspective? I did take a pay cut so that, <laughs> so that, you know, we would have the resources to build the team around Josh. So I just want to say I did, I did make some sacrifices yep. for that. But, but no, you know, listen, Everyone knows that a franchise quarterback is the cornerstone for any successful club and sustainability being one of our priorities that we need that long-term commitment from a franchise quarterback like Josh Allen. He certainly proved it last year. I mean, he's proved it every year since he's been a rookie, but uh, certainly last year he really proved that he belonged a as a franchise quarterback. So I was very happy to get it done. It's kind of before the season started. As we've seen play out in, in many clubs that sometimes, you know, these contracts, negotiation talks, I know coaches don't like it to be a distraction throughout the season. So getting it done, uh, great kudos to our Brandon Bean and our staff um, and getting it done and getting it done before the season starts. So now we can just focus on football and what we need to do this season. When you get a deal done like that and when you draft a quarterback like Josh Allen, were you, did you go back to that dinner that you guys had with him in Wyoming? Kind of go back yeah. to the beginning a little bit, think about some of those things, maybe some of the first interactions that you had with him when, when you guys maybe started to realize 
okay, this is yeah. a guy that we want to have on yeah. our team, and, and this, this is a player that our scouting department believes in. You know, I think back to those days, and I remember thinking, you know, just watching the different interview process and even at the dinner like you talked about, I'm thinking, we are putting so much pressure. Like this, this kid that we're, you know, quote, interviewing who may or may not, we might be able to draft. But the expectations that we have as owners, as an organization, as a club, as a fan base, all on this kid here, right? Driving, you know, a truck with a, he had a little den in his side. He said it was happened with a McDonald's sign a somewhere, right? Yeah, I was thinking, what are we doing? Like, how does this happen where you have the whole league, the whole club, uh, the fan base, everything rests on the shoulders of this young kid who has yet to even prove himself. But that's what your expectations are for him um, as we went through that. And certainly, you know, that those doubts are always there because we're all human. We're all, you know, we're all rookies at, at mm -hmm. some point. But I think I had confidence, I know, and Terry as well. We felt with our staff that we had, with Brandon, with uh, his personnel staff, with Coach as well, developing him as a player, just not only as a quarterback but as a person, I think was very important. And we've seen the situation where he has had a great amount of support around him to be able to do and reach the potential that, that he has. And, and he still has a lot more potential to go. So I, d I do think about those days. It seems like a long time ago. Beginnings yes, of Josh he's not a Allen. rookie anymore. You know, I, I, don't, I wouldn't call him a vet yet, but, but uh, you know, to see that all really come to life with those doubts that you had, you know, and I don't, I don't even want to say doubts. It's just you know, the realities of a lot can happen. Um, in, in a football career, and especially at that quarterback, quarterback position. And to see it kind of all come to fruition and have the success and just how well you fit into our Buffalo um, community and our fan base. Um, you know, it, it's what every owner really wishes for. Yeah, to see where he has come from, uh, from getting zero scholarship offers in high school to going to a community college to then to Wyoming uh, to getting drafted by the Bills and, and what he's done over the last three years and what we, we hope he will do yeah. over the Concern next about 10 accuracy. plus here, years here. <laughs> yeah. His accuracy, yeah. uh, his single season records that he has set an example for and, and accomplished in his third year. Uh, still a lot more to come for him and so we are pumped to have him on the team for this season for, for what could be a wonderful year to be a part of the Buffalo Bills. So let's get to that interview with Josh Allen. Okay, Josh, thanks for coming to hang out with us for our first episode of our second season. I heard Kim was able to pull some strings, you know, the new contract. She was like, Josh owes me one, so he has to come on the podcast. So I was like, check, this is going to be a great first episode of our second season. So Well, he is who everyone is talking about, right? So you got to go with what's hot. And Josh Allen is certainly Josh is hot that topic dude. This, these There's days. There's a fine print. I have to be in here every single week. It was weird. Wow. Yeah, you didn't know Way that I slipped that in the contract, right? Like. Yeah. Has to be a regular guest on the <laughs> podcast and has to bake cookies with me once a year. There we go. Oh. I love it. Um, let's start in the offseason because we haven't had you on since last year. Um, what was your offseason like? What are some fun things you did? I know you got a new dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my puppy, Sky. She's a silver She's lab. Beautiful. She's beautiful. So um, I love her. What's I, Where's the name come from? Her eyes. They're blue. Our sky blue. Yeah, okay. So we just. That's the kind of the name. It was either that or Capri. Okay. Uh, Do you have another nickname for your dog? Terry puts nicknames on our dogs. Yeah, we, we call her Mamas. <laughs> okay. Um, Where did that come baby. from? I don't know. It just, 
She's she's so cute though. She's the sweetest little dog. Pot, potty trained? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, already? Oh, yeah. She's, nice. She's smart. She's about six months. She can sit, lie down. She can roll roll over. She can shake. She'll wait. I was playing hide and seek the other day with okay. her in the house. So that's kind of cool. Um, I, so I did that. Uh, my sister and brother got married in the off season. So Ooh, that was a, nice. That was a big Double one for wedding. our family. Double weddings. Um, Your mom survived. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she yeah. The, the sister wedding, she had a lot to oh, do with that yeah. one. Mm. Obviously, that's, that's her baby, you know, and um, she spent a lot of time on that. Really, last couple years, because it got pushed back because of COVID a couple right. times. And that, that's how my daughter, Jessie, she's getting married actually the end of October, because it was supposed to be last year. Mm-hmm. Five weeks, right? Yes, five, five weeks left on that, so I know what your mom is going through, but that leaves you. Yeah. That leaves it you. Can't <laughs> put the pressure on you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your sister's too young, though, so... Yeah. yeah, all the attention is on you now, Josh. Just not, it. not say it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what type of person are you at a wedding? Are you someone who's like dancing, hits the dance floor right away? Are you like more like just chilling at the table? I think it kind of uh, differs on whose wedding it is. Okay. Like obviously my brother, I was the best man. So I kind of got to be the hype man and, and dance mm-hmm. and nice. try to get everybody okay. going. My sisters, I was, I was a part of the wedding party. So it's kind of this very similar vibe. I was on the dance floor, but... If we're just going to one of my buddy's weddings, I'm, I'm going to chill out and kind of sit back. But, um, yeah, my girlfriend loves to be on the dance floor, so I try to get out there good as much there. as I can. I'm not a very good dancer. <laughs> don't have much movement, but it's a good time. Hey, you got movement in the pocket. That's all That's that matters, right. yes, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so what, besides the wedding, uh, you know, did you do much traveling at all besides? I know the weddings were in California, correct? The weddings yeah. were in California. One was in... Uh, it's a golf game, you know? Yeah, yeah, I okay. golfed a little bit. We didn't really take too many trips. Okay. Um, we went up north to Fresno a few times. We're living in, in Orange County, and I got a place there. It's on a golf course. So oh, no. Okay, there play, you go. I did play quite did a bit Did your of game improve? Oh, yeah, drastically. Okay. So I started taking lessons this off season mm. with a guy by the name of Wade Wilson. He's at El Miguel Country Club, and he got me right, you know? So I still got some stuff to work on. Um... But I took a couple of weeks off and went went golfing the yeah. other day, and it was bad. It was <laughs> there was blood everywhere. I tell you what, it made me not want to go out right. there anymore. But I get it. You know, once you take take time off of golf, especially with that sport, like right. you, you got to continue to golf to to stay good at it. Do you ever play tennis? I don't. You but don't. so I'm, I feel like your reach Ooh, would be Jesse really really Josh tough. You'd be good play. at the volley with your height there. Like as a kid at swim meets and stuff, yeah. my parents would bring rackets and we'd right. go out there and. Um, you know, we had a tennis course yeah, at, at okay. our Okay, I feel a challenge area, coming so. on. I wonder if, like, maybe you could even win one point off of Jesse, maybe? I can, that I, would I be think fun. I think I could. One point. You could at least yeah. one, you I think? think it, I think I can get one. You can get one. Okay. I All right, like right hand or left hand? serve back, right? Okay. That's probably going to be right. the hardest, the <laughs> hardest right. part. Yeah. But I am, so I'm building a house here. Okay. Um, and hopefully doing a sport court with a tennis court on oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah, All so right. something I want to get involved in because I think okay. footwork-wise and right. rotation-wise, it kind of it, okay. it marries up with football. All well. right. Well, we'll have to hook you two up, so if you need any tips on on how all that goes and how to keep score. And, and maybe, like you said, maybe you'll win a point off of her. I haven't been I able doubt to it. yet. <laughs> I doubt it, but I'm going to try. Okay. Try. All right. All right. We'll she's wait doing, till the off-season. So yeah. We'll wait so till awesome. the off-season. Coach would kill me if, if I had exactly. to go out and play during yeah, no the season. Yeah. yeah, Kim was just at the U.S. Open. <laughs> I was. I was. She was playing mixed doubles. So that was, yeah, that was really cool. Maybe, maybe uh, after the after your career in football is over, do they do you like and Jess like could do mixed doubles. Like, Ooh. Yeah, I'm sure they do. I like it. All right. All right, we got to get to the extension talk. Kim, I want you to lead this. 
The extension talk. Yeah. I, I got to give all the credit to, to Josh here. Um, you and, and Bean, I know, had a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations that I think really helped the process along. Of course, you know, you've got agents and, you know, Bean is basically our agent for us. Um, but I really think that, you know, having that respect, having that that relationship uh, with the GM and the player, I think goes a long ways. I, I don't know how you thought about the process, no, yeah. but I think it goes a long ways. Uh, we both wanted it to happen. And so happy that it was able to get it done beforehand. I was saying to Maddie earlier that, you know, she asked me about, you know, thoughts going back to your rookie year, about dinner and kind of coming out and, mm -hmm. and you work out and all that. But the big thing that I remember when, when the, uh, extension got done. I thought back to was was you bringing in fried chicken mm. on <laughs> all as a rookie that he had to go and get the fried chicken uh, for for all the it's plane late. trips. Yes, and <laughs> and so and we're playing Coach uh, Cully uh, this season. But just just the thought of you that guy having to go get fried chicken every every game and bring it in for every <laughs> coach. I don't even know who. I don't even think. Coach even ate a lot of it, although he could eat. He could, no, that he guy could eat. Number two but <laughs> with, with uh, rice, and then he needed two apple pies, and he always gave one to Skip. Coach okay. Skip, so. Yeah. Okay. And it was again, I rookie duties. You got to go. I know. Like, Coach, come on, like the Popeyes line. Like this was like right when the chicken sandwich came out too. So like the lines were so long. I'm gonna be late to practice. Yeah. No, there was legit times where like I was like the last person on the plane, like. I'm sorry, I had to go. That's what I'm saying, and Popeyes. and I would always be sitting near Coach Cully because I had the cookies, and you know, Coach also liked cookies, and so I would always see Josh coming in late, like late, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but just but just thinking back to those that time when you're a rookie, having to do the work, not you know, just even doing rookie work like that, um, and how far you've, you've you've come in in the last several years, um, I'm sure it has been. Tremendous, rewarding. Um, I know you had belief in yourself, but to be able to actually show the rest of the world in, uh, in like not just Bills fans, but even all of, of the NFL uh, that you you belonged, I, must be such a satisfying feeling. Yeah, it is. And you alluded to the point of you know having that relationship with Bean, and um, you know, I don't know if that's how typical relationships are between the coach or the quarterback and the GM and the quarterback and the coach, but it's. It's really cool yeah. the type of relationships that we have here, and I think it's a credit to you and um, you and Terry, just the people that you bring into this building that are just down to earth. They're real people. They care about the players here, um, and at the end of the day, they're they're guys that just love football, yeah. and you know, that's something I they want to and they want to win mm -hmm. and they want to win. I yeah. mean, I know you're a competitive guy. The we know Brandon is <laughs> got a lot oh of competitive gosh. people yeah. uh, around you that just feed off of each other. So that that's uh, it's great to have that done. And now we're just focusing on football, and that's all all that matters. And and week one. Yep, that's right. And yeah. I think one of the coolest things was what Brandon Bean said. You know, a deal like this doesn't get done without your willingness to to get a deal done. Um, so I think that just speaks to that relationship that you talked about. But what was the celebration like that night? What did you eat? Did you go anywhere? Who was the well, first phone call? Well, I got the call from my agent at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I literally, like, because I knew that they were talking. It's time to wake and, up. <laughs> um, you know, there was times throughout the whole process it was like, we don't know if this is going to yeah. get done before the season. And if it didn't get done before the season, it's going to have to wait. Mm -hmm. and so I know my agent, I was like, you know what, like, call them figure it out like let's see what we can do and they're like all right well it might take a few days and also they started talking they started going and he's like all right we'll keep you updated and i get a call at three o'clock in the morning like hey it's done you're gonna <laughs> sign it tomorrow so 
um, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. And I went up to Bean um, that morning. It hadn't been announced or released yet. And um, I was actually playing Catan with, with some of the boys in one of the tight end rooms. And uh, Dawson goes, oh, my God, Josh, congrats. What are you talking about? He's like, I'm like, oh, it already broke. I haven't even signed it yet. So, And my girlfriend was mad at me because I didn't tell her yet. Oh, and no. This and that. Well, I, they just posted it. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So, um, But it was all good. It was all good. And I uh, just got to hang out with some of my friends. We went to Hutch's, um, uh, which is a restaurant up north. Yep. It's one of the best in Buffalo, yeah. in my opinion. But um, went up there, had some steak treats. Celebrate a little right. bit, and uh, you know, it, it wears off after a second. Like it feels surreal, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like it's still football. It's still the same game. I'm still the same, same person. person. We got to go win football games now. Yeah, except like your O line might be kind of yeah. expecting a little bit more this Christmas. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so bit. you might have to think a little bit bit longer about what you're going to get as a Christmas present. Their expectations are going to be a little bit higher, I yeah. think. Yeah. I've talked to a few of them, just like, hey, just. Help me out. Keep an eye out of something that you guys might want because I don't. It's, it's tough yeah. to, to shop for ten alignment. They all have different oh, lines. Oh and yeah. And, uh, and then so every year you feel like you got to top it. You know. It, exactly. Uh, you like, get I've, more and I've more. Incrementally increased every year, and you know I can't say that I'm on that rookie contract anymore. Yeah. And, that's know, right. That's right. They're expecting big gifts. things, yeah. and I know with you know an extension and and the success that you've had so far in and hopefully will have over the next several seasons here with that comes the national attention and some of the cool parts is that is some of the national deals that you now get and I I hear you're part of a new wing deal um, <laughs> would you like to clear the air because I think some Buffalonians are, are a little bit butthurt yeah yeah I got I got the brunt of it I'm not gonna lie on my Instagram and, um, I think people fail to realize not everybody gets to grow up with barbell and anchor bar. I am and right there with you. I'm from Chicago, so right. I get it. So again, like as a kid, Buffalo Wild Wings to me was like this place is so cool. There's TVs everywhere. Like I, I'm just I love sports. So like to be there in that type of environment, and again wings, and you know I, I'm a huge wing person. I've always been a wing person growing up. So when there one, there were, when there was one that popped up in Fresno, I was like we're going there. Like that's a, that's going to be our spot, and we'd go there. You know, every chance we could, it was right across Staples Center, which is where the Fresno State played their basketball games. And so we'd go there to basketball games and concerts, and then we'd go straight to Buffalo Wild Wings. And, like, that was just a cool spot for me. Like, I grew up loving wings, watching sports. And I get, you know, again, Buffalo, we, we take our wings very seriously. Um, but to me, it was a really cool deal because, one, my family, my friends, like, it's something we grew up doing. And, um, you know, I'm proud of it. I know. Buffalo people might still be a little mad at it, but it's okay. I'll take I'll take it with that. Well, here's something you can say to them. I did a little research on Buffalo Wild Wings, and it was originally called Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck. Oh, really? Beef on Weck. It's a Buffalo okay. thing. So. so the owners used to live in Buffalo. Okay. They moved to Ohio. Cleveland, right? They yep. wanted to get some wings one day, some Buffalo-style chicken wings couldn't find any, so they opened Buffalo Wild Wings. So it's an ode to Buffalo. So people don't have to be as mad. Yeah, they used to serve beef on whack, too. Plus, the guy's got to earn a living, you know, so, you know, you can't eat. (laughs) So, well, you know, you're back this year. Uh, Training camp, we got fans coming back this year. Uh, New contract. How does this camp, how does the beginning of this season, does it feel any different than, than previous years? Not really. No. Not really. I think the only difference, I, I just feel so comfortable in our offense. Um, you know, my role with this team um, 
and my relationships with the coaches and the players, like, you know, as a rookie, you're coming in, there's bullets flying, yeah. and you're just kind of shell-shocked. You're like, what is going on? But right now, like, just I'm, I'm at peace with what I am and who I am with, with this team and, um, you know, what I plan on doing this season. And I'm super excited to get the season started because we've got such such tremendous talent on this team. Um, but above that, we've got great, great people in the organization, on the field, and off the field. Um, so it, it's going to be a fun one, but again, we got to go out there and execute. And I think that we've been busting our tails all out, uh, all training camp for, you know, game one against the Steelers. Well, I, I know that you are known for really making those connections with with your receivers and and other people on your offense. Did you get to spend much time with them in this off season um, and work with them a little bit? Uh, you know, as yeah, now not, that you know them more. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent a few a few days with Gabe Davis. I think Isaiah Hawkins was down in California. Um, you know, with travel restrictions and COVID yeah, still kind of going it crazy, it just it hasn't been the same, you know, and uh, we're trying to get back to that spot. But, again, when we're here in OTAs, I mean, we spend so much time with each other. So that was that was good that we got back yeah. in because there were some teams that weren't going to yep. OTAs. There were some that were, um, you know, and I'm glad that guys rallied and, and got here yeah. right before mandatory minicamp because those, those reps matter, but above all that, that camaraderie of hanging out outside the facility, it, it matters, and I think it pays dividends on the field. So uh, to have yeah. that time, it was, you know, you can't get it back. Yeah. You know, and there were some teams that um, aren't going to get it back that, that didn't do it. So I'm um, thankful for the guys that we got here because they, they care about football, they care about our teammates, and they care about this team. Yeah. I, I, know, I know the coach uh, and Brandon, we always, and, uh, and us as well, talk about continuity and the foundation. If you look at some of the great sustainable uh, playoff teams, Super Bowl contending teams over the last several you know decades, it's, it's teams like a New England, like a Steelers, like Green Bay that have that continuity, mm -hmm. at the, at the, that have that core. Um, certainly, I, I, I do think that's a big part of, of success for a club and being able to have that, being able to have you back, being able to have our receivers back. And, you know, I think we, you know, majority of our team back again after a difficult season last year where without any fans and in COVID, I think that just really plays well with what we're trying to build here in, in Buffalo. Yeah, but you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to build off the continuity and the familiarity that you guys just mentioned. So you're, you're pretty familiar with your surroundings now here. It's the fourth season, fourth season with Brian Dayball. So if you could complete the sentence, you know you're in your fourth year with the same OC when? When you know what bugs him. <laughs> I, I, he's, he's got like, he's very sensitive with his ears. So I go and I do like this weird noise between uh, my thumb and my finger. And I get him as many times as I can. I just, I try to push his buttons because, uh, you know, he's, he's like a big brother to me. You know, he's, he's so awesome. Our relationship is, is unbelievable. And, you know, I, I would say it's the best quarterback OC relationship in the league. Like, we get each other. Um, he's very competitive. Um, but above that, he's he's open to new ideas from receivers and tight ends and me. Like when I bring something up, let's try it. Let's put it in practice. Let's, let's put it up. And um, you know, he's always going the extra mile to to find a new concept or talk to a coach that had this in mind or talking to old coaches that had success for a long time and how you deal with that. So um, he's he's my favorite coach of all time. Like he's just he's the man. You want to go with the second all right, one? All right. So you, uh, same question. You know you're in your second year with Diggs, with Stephon Diggs. Uh, when? Uh, <laughs> Diggy. You're getting fashion <laughs> advice from him? I, that's oh, a I mean, good I option. So. I, I think, When honestly, you start dressing like yeah. him. <laughs> when, yeah, I'd say that. I think my 
attire that I've bought has been slightly influenced by what he wears. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you know you're in your second season when with Stefan Diggs when your style starts to get better. Okay, all right. I did see I was in New York City and I was in a store and I was actually with my future son-in-law and he was looking for some wedding shoes and I saw these pair of shoes and I was like, and I thought of Diggs right away. Yeah. <laughs> they were like blue velvet slippers and yeah, I was like, this is something, I know, I was like, this is something that, that I could definitely see him see him wearing so yeah, that's good about him. we'll do one more you know you've been in buffalo for almost four years now when when all you constantly crave is wings <laughs> i love <Me> it <laughs> um another fun question you are a big office fan mm -hmm. could you relate the quarterback group to an episode of the office and explain why to one episode maybe um. or or scene <laughs> it's the chaotic CPR scene. <laughs> it's I try to keep our room as light and as fun as possible in our meetings. So like that meeting, Dorsey's trying to be serious. I'm Dwight Schrute cutting off the face <laughs> and doing just outlandish stuff, and the other guys are trying to pay attention, but I'm you know I'm pulling their attention away sometimes, and uh, I think it'd be that one scene. Do you have a superstition? Do you oh, have a oh, something? Yeah. Oh, you got a lot. You got a yeah. lot of them. So and so I, like, do you do you get one you've always had, or as each season progresses, have you kind of picked up on, on more? A little bit of both, but I've always had a couple. Um, to quote Michael Scott from The Office, I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. But you're really superstitious. Yeah, I'm superstitious, <laughs> yeah. Um, all my, all my TV, TVs or radios have to be even numbered, like the volume. Okay. Um, my right sock has to go on my right foot. My left sock has to go on my left foot. I have to listen to the same seven songs before every game. It's Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., Elvis. Um, let's see, I throw up before every game. And that's that's basically, I, like, I'm not nervous or anything like that. I just, like, I did it one time. Just, and, and it's just I, a I've reflex. Done it ever since, yeah. All right, so get worried if you don't throw up. That's when exactly. we should start worrying. <laughs> but, okay. No, I, I'm going to throw up. Right. <laughs> I find a way. Favorite Elvis song? Tara's a huge Elvis fan. Uh, can't help but fall in love with you. It's, like, my favorite one. Um, All right, that, okay, I could see that, like, jumping on a table with that song playing in the background. Yeah, 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 no, so I, I assume just a, a calming influence the, get you kind of the in the zone. Thing for it. Like, when I get amped up, I get so, uh, like, anxious and aggressive, sure. and, like, I come out there and I just can't feel the ball right. right. Um, <laughs> so I literally have to try to calm myself down as much as possible because I'm so happy I get to play football. Right, you know, well, so. good. Well, this year you're probably going to be having to listen to it a lot because, you know, as as uh, Maddie has said, a lot of expectations, high expectations for not just you but also for our team this year. What has Coach been preaching this year? Uh, we got to trust the process, playoff caliber, find like what's yeah, find a way. One eleven. Um, Dable's got one. It's be the hunter. Don't be the hunted. Okay. Um, Do you have a favorite out of any of those? Uh, I mean, coach talks about 111th all the time, doing your job, and just everybody, you know, if you do your 111th, you're going to have success as a team. Don't try to worry about what, a, right, what anybody yep. else is doing. That's a good one. Playoff caliber, just the standard that we try to uphold ourselves right. to each and every day here. Um, let's see. Dave, so Dable's got the seven musts on <laughs> offense, but there's really like ten of them. <laughs> like one of the seven musts is smart like and tough. Okay. So I always give him, I always give him stuff for that. You know, he puts them up on the board, and I go. <laughs>
Math wasn't his major. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But he gets the point yeah. across to us. So, you know, if I know you're just starting your career, but coaching at all, do you think at some point in, in your life after after retirement or when is there something else you want? The race car driver maybe? Or... I know you're a big F one fan. Big uh, F one fan yeah. now. Um I don't know. I, I've thought about coaching, you know, and the want to do it. It's there. But me actually doing, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a lot of time yeah. away, and um, I'm going to play as long right. as I can, right. and we'll figure it out from there. But I do have some, some buddies that I went to college with that are now, you know, uh, one of my best buddies, Adam Pillipilli, is at Montana State. He's a D-line coach yeah. there. He is such a brilliant mind, and I think he's going to be a head coach someday. So if he were to call me up yeah. one day and be like, hey, I need you to be our quarterback coach, I'd be like, all right, I'll okay. see what I can do. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a couple years of my All life. All right, it'd be probably pay a lot less, though, than, than being a yeah, quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. But as long as I don't have to recruit, I think I'll be fine. Oh, my gosh, Recruiting I would never story. want I that job. It. Well, I don't know if you watched the Thursday night game, but Tom Brady does not look like he has lost much of a step. Yeah. So hopefully you will be even older than him and still paying for the Buffalo Bills. And look as young as he does still yeah. at, at his age. <laughs> don't know if I can go vegan, though. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <gasps> now with wings is, is uh... yeah one more question for you Josh before we wrap up um, this is an exciting season for this team for the coaching staff for everyone inside of that building um, who works to either put the game on TV or you know the the people who work outside of the stadium making sure everybody gets checked in you name it. it this is a big season for everyone and there's a lot of excitement going into this season so just you personally I mean what does this year mean to you as you're in your your fourth season here with the Bills well, I mean I, I think every season you know presents its different challenges um, but again the, the goal remains the same you know it's our goal to win the win the world you know the world championship and that's the Super Bowl and uh, Every year, if you don't have that mindset, I think you've already lost it. So, it's it's to go out and again. The best way to the only way to do what you want to do is to win the Super Bowl. Is you got to get into the playoffs. Yep. And to get into the playoffs, you got to win probably 10 or 11 games. And to win 10 or 11 games, you got to win the first one. one. You know, so that's the main goal. You'll make a great coach Steelers. someday. Yeah. <laughs> He's already I got, got, I got a good talking points. I've been you know, run through the ringer my entire life. My dad, as a kid, when I was six or seven years old we'd be driving to school and he'd be talking like I just won the game post game and he'd be interviewing me so um, I got a lot of my You're professional. BSing school yeah. skills from my dad. Uh, one last thing you still owe Kim a trip to the driving range remember on the last episode yeah you yeah. said you'd take Kim to the driving range so we still got to do that at yeah, some point. I, I will guarantee you, you can hit it farther than I, I can. So. I, I, yeah. So yeah yeah he's, I have not picked up a, a golf <laughs> at all ever in my whole life it takes too long takes too long. I don't get an off season. It takes too long. I guess. Yeah, so, I guess so, but, but, but just to be able to be sitting there playing golf with you. Yeah. I think we need, we need to get that going okay. yeah. one of these yeah. days. All right. Before the, the snow starts. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a beautiful day. Well, thank you, Josh. Thanks for being here. Thanks for all the great work you've done off, off the field. I know that our community is so appreciative of all the things that you do uh, for our fans, how much you engage even on social. I know you're, you're active, very active on social as well. So I think it just really, um, you know, when you signed that extension, it just really made everyone 
Sai, it's a sigh of relief that you know you were the right guy for Buffalo, and happy to have you on the team for a long time. So, yeah, well, same here. Glad yeah. to be here. Thank you guys for having right. me. Thanks, Josh. Right, Appreciate thanks. it. Good luck this season. Yeah. Go Bills. What a great interview with Josh Allen. I know we said in the first segment that we wanted to talk about the new stadium. So let's get that talk going. We heard from Ron Rakuya, the um, EVP over at Pagula Sports and Entertainment, and in his interview that he did, he said. It's no lie, we need a new stadium. This is going to have to be an economical project that works in today's world for everyone. We're thinking around 60 to 62,000 within yeah. that window, and we feel that there's an urgency in these talks to get a new stadium plan in process. So what can you tell us about these plans um, that are being talked about currently? That's, we have done the work, you know, listen, I think that when we started this whole process several years ago, uh, over four years ago, we didn't really talk a lot about it because we knew it was going to be such a, a topic of discussion. And But we uh, have been doing the work behind the scenes, uh, whether it's been um, our own studies that we've done, market research. We uh, just engaged with legends to help with um, any ticket sales and putting the process together. And so we feel very prepared to go to the state and have healthy discussions around what a new stadium in Buffalo looks like. It has certainly changed. The landscape has changed in football, in stadiums, in fan engagement since we just bought the team, what, you know, eight, eight, eight and a half years ago. So we, he's, he's right. We need a stadium. We need a new stadium that fits Buffalo. And I think my husband has said that many times. Like, we are not looking for the Taj Mahal of, of stadiums. Oh, you don't we think that understand. would work here, Kim? Yeah, no, no. I would get lost. I, would, I have a hard time finding my way around this place. But, you know, we want something that really represents who we are as an organization and as a club and as a team. And I think that we all feed off of each other on, on that standpoint. And so a stadium that he's talking about, 62,000, something that, you know, is fan-friendly but up-to-date that keeps us um, being a, a Super Bowl contender. And at the end of the day, that's also what we want. So we are doing the work. We're having great discussions. Uh, Governor Hochul has been really engaging. We know that it's a priority for her. And, uh, you know, County Executive Mark Folencars has also been a, be uh, a big help in, in furthering these, these discussions. As you know, it will be one of the, if not the biggest thing to happen in Western New York for the last probably 50 years uh, and probably for the next 50 years going forward. So certainly it is not as easy as just, hey, we just need to sit down and talk. There's a lot to go into it, but we feel very prepared. We feel very confident. We know how much this means and all our politicians, our, our, um, our representatives, our fan base, I think even the whole country, I get text messages from so many people, they understand what, what uh, the Buffalo Bills means to this community. So everyone is cheering uh, cheering for us to get something done. And I know we had a conversation during a training camp practice kind of about the new stadium talks. And I thought the perspective that you brought to the point that you were making was just so unique and cool and something that we haven't heard before publicly in talking about the new stadium is the fact that this is such a big project for the team, for this community, for Buffalo. But for someone like yourself, you explain it as like your Super Bowl moment yes, right now in your is. career. Yes, no, it, it certainly is. It's something that I know I have, I won't be a part of uh, something this big uh, in, in the rest of, for the rest of my life, really. And the fact that I get to be a part of it, get to be, um, you know, in the talks day to day, get to help plan for it, uh, get to be a part of, of giving this back to the community. 
Um, it, it is. It's exciting. It doesn't. You don't go around building stadiums every uh, every year. And this is, like I said, I can't, as you said it, uh, I, I can't kind of you know catch that winning uh, touchdown there from Josh Allen. But this for for me and for my husband, our family, yeah, certainly this would be our, our Super Bowl on the business side to be able to get this done and get our fans and our team and our club. Uh, make sure that we are here for a long time. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I know you are going to keep us updated as the process goes. Um, when you have official word on things, we know that we will get that, um, whether it's on our website or whether it's on Twitter. Yes, so I, we're looking we forward to those certainly updates. Certainly will. Certainly will. So we also have some fan questions in this oh, week's okay. episode. Um, we're going to start off. And they're not about the stadium? Well, no. we have like maybe <laughs> okay. 50 about the stadium, so but I already knew we were gonna we were gonna talk about that, and you know they were getting into the specifics. We don't have no those doubt. yet, so I, I didn't want to blow you up with those questions. Right. So we'll start with some happy questions. Okay, good. And I know one thing that brings you happiness is sweets. I mean, it brings a lot of us happiness. So Marissa wants to know what your game day menu is looking like for cookies this year. And if you're just so. tuning in, <laughs> if this is the first time you're listening and watching, Kim is a wonderful baker. Her cookies are incredible. Um, if you and have one, you'll know why. Yes, they're therapeutic yes. for me, though. I do it as much as I like to give them away, but and I love to eat them, but I do it for therapy. So it's as, as anxious as I get before a game. It allows me to unwind. It allows me to smell home-baked cookies and make me feel happy and a little bit calmer. Now, again, once, you know, Two minutes in, I'm still <laughs> nervous as a wreck, but it, it tidies up my, my morning routine and, and helps me really just kind of focus and feel good and excited and happy. So that's, it's very therapeutic. So what's on the docket so, this week? You know, it is hard because this year we have 17 games. And so I do, I don't always, but I do a lot, do it also on the away games mm -hmm. when I'm traveling with the team. So it's a lot of variety of cookies. But I'm going and to have to say. And also, who has the time as an <laughs> owner and a president to just bake some cookies? But I know but you're up at the wee hours. I, I am up at the wee hours. But I've got to say, it's the home opener. got to go big. I, well, yeah, you got to go big, but you got to go traditional, too. So I'm going to say, say classic. Chocolate, classic chocolate chip cookies. Wow. It's, it's the most you know, fan favorite. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's very, I, I do know one person who doesn't like chocolate chip cookies, but that's one out of, you know, tens of thousands. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say, just I have to start out the season with chocolate chip cookies because it's the home opener. It's the beginning of the season. It's going to be a long season. Got to go with the classic. One thing, one thing that everybody loves. So that's that's what I'm going to start out with. Well, if there's one player that loves chocolate chip cookies on this Ray, roster, yes. it is Tredavious White. <laughs> so he will probably be calling you maybe pregame yes. while he's on the field, saying, "Miss Bagula, can you give me some of those cookies, Miss Bagula?" <laughs> happy to do it. Any, anything for the team. Anthony wants to know when you and Terry were new to NFL ownership. So let's go all the way back. Were there any styles or tendencies of other owners that you maybe tried to emulate? Well, I will say I did not know any other owners at the time personally, or I just knew them kind of like everyone mm -hmm. else did as a fan on TV. But I would say, I think, you know, I saw one uh, an episode on TV, uh, you know, on ESPN and one of those, you know. NFL behind the scenes on Eddie DeBarlo, mm. the 49ers. And I just remember watching that and, you know, him, how 
I don't know, engaged he was with his whole staff and the players. And and I know that was a while back, and maybe yeah. times have, have changed a little, little bit, and certainly COVID, where you have to be six feet apart, was not a part of that. But I remember watching that show and the emphasis that they had of how um, Eddie was, you know, part of the, the family orientation of, of the whole organization, players and staff and owners and players and and how he embraced them all and how he was a part of their lives, um, I think really left a really big impression on me thinking, okay, if I ever get to be an owner someday, like, I don't want to be just sitting up there in the booth and just looking down at, at what's going on. Like, I would love to have those types of relationships where, where you feel like a family in an organization across all the different departments, across team, coaches, staff. Uh, so I think probably that's one that really stuck out to me. Um, I got to say the other one, obviously, Jerry Jones. I mean, how, how could you not, right? I yeah. think that guy could sell anything. <laughs> <laughs> so for him, how he's grown the brand mm -hmm. into something that I, I know he calls America's team, but how he grew that brand, uh, you know, it didn't matter if you won or if you lost, but, but growing that, uh, that brand to how big it is now, uh, certainly, um, you know, that's another one that uh, you got to say you've got to take respect and and recognize definitely and from being a staff member someone who works for the bills being your my boss boss <laughs> boss boss all, all the way up the chain it feels like that you're you're around the hallways you're talking to people you're having conversations um, with people who I may not directly report to you but I get to see you in the hallways when when you're in the building and and you do a podcast I mean what owner can say that they do that um, that's something it's that's fun. unique and and so cool and brings a lot to our fans and our community um, we have one more question um, it's from Diggin' Allen for six what are your thoughts on being, I We're like the say, Twitter handles. Right? They're awesome. They're so creative. I mean, our, our fans are so creative. There's lots I, of I Bill's love that. handles on, on Twitter. <laughs> so we're going to say the S word. What are your thoughts on being Super Bowl contenders? Super Bowl, that S word. Oh, I'm going to embrace it. I'm, I'm just going to own it because, listen, I, I would be lying if I said I didn't, you know, think about that far ahead. Everybody thinks We've that far ahead. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> thinks that far ahead. Ownership does not uh, does not discriminate. We are all thinking that. So Super Bowl, what do I think about? It? I think we have as good of chance, maybe better, and maybe a little biased than any other team out there. Every season is a new season, so I, I know there's a little reality check that I got to do uh, to myself every now and then. But why not the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. You know, we've got. Uh, a, a great foundation, great coaching staff, got our, our QB. We've got a, a team surrounded by a lot of talent. And like you said, that, that off-field, um, you know, glue that keeps us all together. So let's go for it. That's, that's what I say. We're, we're, we're there. I'm, we're there. I'm, I'm going right to embrace it. I'm not going to be afraid of it embrace it but we know it's a week-to-week -week league if I was Sean McDermott put my coaching hat on right now one game at a time yes. and that one game at a time right now week one is against the Steelers so what are you looking for in this game well I was hoping we wouldn't have TJ Watt there maybe for game one I was like deal. I know at the last the minute well, maybe maybe he's a little player. rusty because he didn't really practice you know for this the last be a few factor. weeks but uh, they are uh, Tough team. It's going to be tight. We we always play them. I feel like we've been playing them every year. I know it's been this is year three in a mm -hmm. row, but it and it's always been a tight game. 
as we said, they have been a perennial playoff team for a reason. So you don't get there by not being prepared. It doesn't matter what opponent it is. It doesn't matter if we were in the AFC championship game. Um, every year is different. They are going to be well-coached, well-prepared. And you've got a veteran like Ben Roethlisberger, who I know many have compared Josh Allen yeah. to, especially in size. So that'll be a very good matchup. So it's going to be a fun game. We're going to, I'm sure we're going to have some... Some Steelers fans doing the quick drive up here to Buffalo, but Hopefully not Bills too Mafia many. will be on full force. I know they will be. So it will be interesting to see how much they can affect the game. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Josh Allen said it's the, it's the type of game where it's just punches back and forth as you go down the field because their defense uh, has been a great defense for several years in a row. So the Bills are going to have a pass rush that they're going to have to work with. But I'm confident that Josh Allen's going to be able to get the ball down the field. I am, I'm excited to see kind of maybe what Coach Stable's got prepared. He's always such a creative mm -hmm. offensive coordinator. If there's some new calls this year, something, some new designs we haven't seen before. So especially with the skill set that we have on our offense. So that'll be interesting to see what, what kind of comes out. There's any trick, new trick plays that yeah. he's you got know, going he's on. So he, he does. So it's always exciting to see that, that evolve. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. Well, that's going to do it for us. Our first episode of season two. Happy week one, everybody. Make sure you stay tuned for another episode next week. And for more content, head to buffalobills.com. We'll see you guys soon. All right. Go.